Hello and welcome to the Pondering Theologian Podcast. I am the host, Nathaniel. In today's episode, I want to discuss um, longing for God. Uh, kind of the, the mentality and the disposition we have towards God as Christians. And... This is something that anyone who belongs to a, a faith of any form, whether that be a, a Judeo-centric uh, religion uh, or an Abrahamic religion, so meaning like Christianity, Judaism, uh, Islam, or, or another faith where they believe in a deity, uh, there is always for the most part everything that I've that I can recall in this moment talk in the, the writings the teachings about having a love for God for the deity for this this faith this way of life uh, a passion if you will and I find at times it very interesting and unfortunate that Christianity as practiced by many as a loveless faith and I can explain more of that as, as we get deeper into the podcast episode um, but this 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 whole idea could be an entire series and I'll probably release uh, episodes uh, on this more later. Uh, and, and several of the episodes on this podcast have alluded to or talked to this in some form. Um, other podcasts and content creators describe this relationship with God and how one interacts with God in, in great detail as well. Something like the, the Bible Project is, is great at giving detailed looks into the Bible and concepts and highly recommend them. Um, and, and if we go to the Bible, um, perhaps one of my favorite books to look at for a beautiful description of a loving relationship, uh, just in itself described, um, but as you can understand it, as, as relating to humans and God is Song of Solomon or Song of Songs. Uh, which I released an episode a while ago about a section of that book, and I would recommend listening to that episode. It is just the the book, uh, Song of Songs, is is so very rich in passion, and especially when we use it to understand our relationship with God, I think it it's uncomfortable for many because it's. I, I don't know, what's the word I want? It, it, I mean, it's a love letter, essentially, between two lovers. And when we understand it uh, between us and God, it, it, it changes something. Uh, especially if it's not a disposition we have towards God. And for, for many, it is not. 
And we're not going to look at that book in this episode um, because I want to look at a psalm. The psalms are also fantastic for exploring a healthy and loving relationship with or towards God. And I'm not going to look at a bunch of them, but just one today, which is Psalm 63. And I'll read that here. Uh, yeah, we'll read it now. Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land there where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name I lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night, for you have been my help, and in, your sh in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. But for those who seek to destroy my life, shall go down into the depths of the earth, they shall be given over to the power of the sword, they shall be a portion for the jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God, all who swear by God shall exalt, for the mouths of the liars will be stopped. Now this, this psalm is, is written by David uh, when he was in the wilderness uh, at, at one point in his uh, life and ministry. Well, not ministry, but kingship. And um, the last three verses, you could argue, don't necessarily seem very loving because they are specifically referring to those who are out to get David. And and that we can look at this in another episode. But I want to focus on the first eight verses of this psalm. It describes a relationship very very passionately, very heartfelt, uh, very emotional, you know, earnestly I seek you, my soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. There is just something about those words, that descriptor, that lets you know that David loved God. And see that in many of the things written about David and yes we could talk about the parts where David uh, didn't follow God very closely or turned his back on God or some have said cheated on God there's there's various flaws and we don't need to look at that in this episode this this language though you can it it's not something that we necessarily talk about in our worship services, in our Facebook posts, our Twitter uh, tweets, and the, the the way that we conduct ourselves. We talk about how loving a God God is, and different things like that. But how often do you refer to God as someone? that your soul thirsts for, that your flesh faints for, like, like longing for water in a dry desert. Like, that is 
that is powerful. That is specifically saying how much God and faith with God means to David. How many of us use that language when we pray, when we talk about God, when we pray with God, when we worship God? Uh, In two of the mainline denominations that I've been a part of, Presbyterian and Methodist, um, there's there's jokes that people w- refer to. I've uh, had choir directors that talk about Presbyterian cheese or Methodist cheese, meaning just kind of one flavor the whole time that we were singing. Or uh, a popular term is the frozen chosen when talking about Presbyterians because it's kind of just always frozen in one spot, not always necessarily doing things and and there this applies to other denominations as well these are just two that i'm well acquainted with but if you go into churches go into a church you can look around and see the people who are there because it is what they've always done it's a part of their identity being at church going to church being a christian but their relationship is not a love-filled relationship and it's concerning because God throughout the Bible has such a, a loving and compassionate disposition towards people Jesus did a lot of things and a lot of his actions were rooted in love yet how often do we hold that kind of position. How many of us have written a love letter to the God we believe in, the God that we believe loves us so much that they came down and died on the cross for us and provided a way to salvation and all these other things. The, the very root of our faith is, is Jesus the, the, and, and, and the triune God. But how often do we express how much we love God? How much do we actually examine if we truly love God? You know, it can even just examine your interactions with people around you. I have my my wife, uh, family members, my children, uh, friends, people that I can truly sit back and go, I know I love them. I say it to them and in the way that I interact with them, the things that I know and have internalized not to say around them, things that can be harmful to them or triggering to them, things that I know to say, to do, to affirm them because I love them and that follows through in my actions and my words. How much do we do that as Christians with God? I know that it has been something that I have struggled with in the past. I was once a very dedicated Christian by our standards today. You know, I was involved in all the things, I did all the things, I memorized so much of the Bible and had, you know, all these doctrinal arguments, like the positions honed in for the belief system structure that I had built up or that I was a part of, but it was not love motivated as much as it is today. 
today I'm not the perfect Christian, you know, quote unquote. I don't go to church every Sunday, but I love God. And in my prayers, in my journal, uh, journaling, in my sermons when I preach, that there's the way that I talk about God is different. There, there's love there, and I, I'm not trying to prop myself up. I, but I, I know that that change has happened for me. And you can listen to people preach or do radio shows or podcasts or. YouTube series or whatever it may be, and the way that they talk about God, you can look at it and identify in the way that they talk about God or reference to God if they are acting in love or out of love. And so my question for us all to ponder today is what do my actions say about my relationship with God? Is this purely a logical thing? Is this purely a societal um, responsibility that I that I view, or a um, just just something that I do because it's the way I was raised, or is it something that is truly rooted in love? Is it something that I am doing because I love God, or because I feel obligated to do it? I think when we can step back and look at that, then we can deepen our faith in ways that are much more fulfilling. You know, someone who is well-versed in all the doctrine, all the theology, all the logistics, all the technical and legal correct things, but does it not from a place of love, is not happy. I've been there, so I, I speak from a little bit of experience in that. I think that that is one of the things that turns people off as well. When they hear someone talking about God in a very emotionless, loveless way, how are they going to ever be convinced that what you have to say is something that really matters. This goes for anything. You know, I talk about Legos and woodworking and philosophy and old movies and these, you know, my weird quirks, things that I, I like and that I love, and I talk about them with passion to people. I talk about them with a smile on my face. And I can sit there and argue about Descartes' position, why he's right or wrong, with, with some level of joy and passion, and it's harder for someone to you know, not take what I'm saying with some weight, because they can see that it's something that I have invested in and that I care about. But if you ask me, you know, about daytime talk show hosts, I know a lot of stuff about it, unfortunately, but I will not talk about it with any kind of vigor. I'm not going to convince anyone to go watch a daytime talk show. Just not going to happen. <laughs> and so when we think about our faith, I or, or your, your faith, when you think of what it is that you believe in, what you talk about, and what you 
do, do you truly love what it is? Do you truly love God in a way that when you talk about God, that it, it means something? I hope that you will examine this today. Um, as always, the things that we put off till tomorrow get forgotten. I, I can't remember the things that I didn't write down yesterday. Uh, so I know that other people have the same problem that as I do. So I encourage you today to sit down and examine. Do you have love in your faith? Do you love God? That's not something for me to judge, but that's something for you to examine. And I encourage you to do so today. Well, in the episode here for today, as always, I'd love to know what you think. Reach out in the show notes is all the contact for the podcast. We have email, social media, our website. Reach out. Let me know what you think. If you disagree, agree, whatever it may be, something that you'd like to hear in an upcoming episode or something that you'd like expanded on from a previous episode, reach out. Let me know. Love to hear from you. As always, I hope that you're doing well. Know that God loves you so much. And there is nothing that you or anyone else can do about that. We'll see you in the next episode.